Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in a guy, once again, who has never been... I, maybe he's been in a G-Wagon. I don't know. It's B.J. Glasser. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him. Turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. There we go. Co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East, PJ Glasser. Sorry about that extended intro there, PJ. Have you ever been in the back of a G-Wagon? All good, Jenks. I've not. I've not been in the okay. back of a G-Wagon. That's what I figured. All right. Yeah, That's no. what I figured. I haven't either. That's. We'll save that for the influencers. You are an influencer in a different sort of way because we always listen to what you have to say when it comes to your bets. So let's start in the college game. UNC and Pitt this weekend. Carolina, undefeated start for the first time in a while. But what are you thinking point spread-wise? Or is that where you're going? Yeah, no, Jenks. This is probably my favorite college play of the week as of today. I like Pitt a lot, plus seven and a half to bounce back against UNC. Last couple of years under Mac Brown, for whatever reason, North Carolina has really struggled in true road games. They also struggle on natural grass. You see this a lot of times with teams that play on artificial turf. Like the Saints were kind of that way for years in the NFL. Just one of those things. Carolina is great at home. They're great when they play games on turf like they did against South Carolina to open up the season. You put them on a natural grass field against a decent team on the road. They tend to struggle in those games. So we're getting a key number here, seven and a half with Pitt. They're coming off a tough loss to West Virginia. I think they bounce back. They keep it close. I think there's a chance they might even pull off the upset. So maybe sprinkle a little on Pitt money line, but I think they cover the spread for you this week against UNC. Okay, it's bragging time, PJ, because you came on our show last week and said the Steelers against the Browns getting points was the bet of the year. And I'm not going to lie, watching that game, I felt a little nervous for your bet of the year. But the Steelers did pull it off uh, with an outright win over the Browns. It did take two defensive touchdowns, but still a win is a win. Were you nervous at all during the game of the year for you? 
Never at all. Not one mo Chelsea, I was terrified. I was it was <laughs> it was getting close. Both offenses, the Steelers especially, was was not good. It took two defensive touchdowns for them to win that game. Obviously, you feel for Nick Chubb, and you know I think he's the p best pure running back in football. If not, he's top two or top three, and he's a huge part of what the Browns want to do. So that was a huge loss. Jerome Ford really looked good, though. Uh, I think he had like 14 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. And Deshaun Watson, you know, he did some good things, but he also threw a pick six, and he had a fumble that cost him the game as well. So. It, it was not as smooth sailing as I thought it would be. Pittsburgh has a ton of issues, and they're going to be without Cam Hayward for a lot of time, and then we'll see what happens with Minka Fitzpatrick. He got banged up as well. But, yeah, Chelsea, that was, uh, that was much more of a sweat than I thought it was going to be. PJ, I want to go back to the college game here and a huge game in the ACC. Florida State going to Death Valley, taking on Clemson. Total set at 55 and a hook, and Clemson getting two and a half at home. What do you think happens here? It's an interesting spread, Jenks. You know, this was actually a one and a half for a little bit yesterday. Now it's up to two and a half. I'm actually going to the total in this game, and I like the under. I think Clemson's defense knows that if they want to win this game, they have to show up. They have to lean mm -hmm. on the defense. Florida State, as we know, has a fantastic offense. So... I think Clemson's D is going to really have to play well. The fact they're at home, I think, helps them. The fact that it's a noon kick, I think maybe both offenses are a little sleepy to start in this game. And then on the flip side, Florida State, you know, we talk about their offense with Travis, the receivers, the running game. They also got some dudes on defense as well. So I would look under 55 and a half. You know, Clemson was my pick to win the national championship to start the year. I don't think that's going to happen, but... I'll probably roll with them for that fact in this game. Their season's on the line, right? They've already lost to Duke. If they lose this game, they can kiss any chance they have of making the playoff or winning the title goodbye. So their season's on the line. They're at home against one of the best teams in the country. I think they show up. I like the under. And if you had to make me choose, I'd probably take them plus two and a half as well. We've got a good slate in college football this week with a lot yeah. of really meaningful matchups. Another one of those being Ohio State laying three and a half on the road at Notre Dame. We as a show, I think, have picked our side here, and I'm interested to see which side you take, PJ. Chelsea, so this was one of those games. There, there are a few games each week in the NFL and college that when the line opens up, you're interested to see where it is, right? Because the summer mm -hmm. line in this game was Ohio State eight and a half. We knew how talented Ooh. the receiving room was. We knew how great the running backs were. It was all about the quarterback position and how Kyle McCord would play. I think the offensive line has been a disappointment as well. And then on the flip side, Notre Dame, right? I mean, they finally have a pro quarterback and Sam Hartman, who might be the best quarterback they've had since like Jimmy Clausen. Maybe you have to go all the way back to like Brady Quinn, potentially. He's been great. Estimate at running backs awesome. Their receivers are good. The defense has played well. And of both of these teams, I would say Notre Dame by far has played the toughest game when they had to go to NC State. Wolfpack kept it close for the first like two and a half quarters, and then Notre Dame pulled away. I'm surprised this has gotten a three and a half, if we're being honest. I thought it would be Ohio State two and a half at most three. Now that they're giving us the hook, I'm a little scared that Notre Dame's kind of like uh, the sucker bet, you know, like they're just daring us to take the Irish. It just seems too easy because I have a feeling a lot of people like them to win outright. And I kind of think they might too. So it's a stay away game for me. 
I would probably lean towards Notre Dame if I had to, but I don't know, guys. I mean, Ohio State on the road lane three and a half. The line probably tells me that the Buckeyes would be the right side in that game. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. We're talking with PJ Glasser, co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Check him out today on Send It In at 1.30 in the East. All right, Oregon, 21-point favorites currently against Colorado, Ooh. and the books continue to take Buffalo money, and despite the public getting crushed last week, are you going to arrive with Coach Prime or finally go to the other side? Jenks, I'm not touching the spread in this game. 21 is a ton of points. Colorado's yeah. going to be without Travis Hunter, as we know. The bet I would wait for when it drops is Oregon team total over. Mm. That's the bet that I like a lot, right? The total 71 and a half. Oregon's favored by three touchdowns. I think Oregon's getting their points regardless. And then the question is, can Colorado score with them? And that will determine if they cover the number. But I think Oregon's getting into the 50s in this game. Colorado State, you know, they got good receivers. Their quarterback wasn't bad. They got a nice offensive scheme. And Colorado's, we saw kind of how they struggled against TCU. Gave up 42 points in that game, and TCU threw two picks in the end zone. Now they have to go to Oregon, play against that offense. I think it's going to be similar success for the Ducks. So I can't wait to bet their team total over. That's the bet I love in that game. All right, so let's go to the NFL for some early looks at the week three slate. Let's start with the Dolphins and the Broncos. The Broncos have showed some life on their offense, but it's going to be a taller task keeping up with the high flying offense of the Miami Dolphins. Who do you like here? Or what's the play? Chelsea, people probably aren't going to like it, but I like Denver quite a bit at plus six and a half for a couple reasons. First thing, they're 0 and 2. Week three in the NFL, guys, is one of my favorite weeks to bet in, in the entire year because all these 0-2 teams go into desperation mode. They're playing for their season, especially a team like Denver, who's lost their first two games at home. They were favorites in both games. After this, Denver has the Jets at home. They go on the road to play Chicago. They feel like if they can steal a game in Miami, they can win the next two games. They can be three and two, and just like that, you know, the 0 and 2 start isn't as bad as it looks. The Dolphins also have to travel to Buffalo next week. Maybe there's a little look ahead there. And then just the fact that this line is under seven, the Dolphins have looked so good on offense, uh, especially against the Chargers. Tua looked pretty good against the Patriots as well. This is the game. I have a feeling will be the survivor trap game this week, right? It was the Lions last week. It was the Vikings the week before. 
I think this has a chance of being an upset. I would be extremely careful of the Dolphins this week against the Broncos. All right, PJ, got about a minute here, but I wanted to get a quick handicap, if we could, on a game we've talked about, the Raiders and the Steelers coming up. So, as you guys know, I was on the Steelers heavy last night against the Browns. I'm looking forward to fading them, though, against the Raiders. I think the Raiders are in a great spot here. Devontae Adams left the end of the game against the Bills. It looks like he's going to be good, which is huge news for the Raiders. This is more of a fade for the Steelers, though. Like, yeah, they won last night. But that win, not all wins are created equal. Again, they had to create two defensive touchdowns. Pickett didn't look good. The offense didn't look good. Their O-line's a mess. And defensively, they're banged up. I mean, Minka, we'll see if he plays. We know that Cam Hayward's going to be out for the Steelers. So I I like the Raiders here in a bounce back. Steelers are also coming off a short week. And that was a long physical game last Mm -hmm. night. Like that first quarter took like an hour. It just it was one of those games where you don't want to be on a short week playing the next going on the road, traveling across the country. I think the Raiders are in a great spot here. I like them quite a bit against Pittsburgh. Check him out as co-host of Inside the Betting Lines. It's every Sunday live from 1 to 5 in the East at MGM National Harbor. One of our favorites and call his bet of the year. It is P.J. Glasser. P.J., thank you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.